Hi, this is Catherine, intuitive healer and psychic medium, and this is Project Healing. And today, what we are discussing is something that I find of great value and importance to us. This is a point in time, we're in the middle of the coronavirus pandemic. Um, it's been going on for a couple of months now, and a lot of people are locked in. We're under quarantine of some sorts, house arrest, so to speak. We're all hashtag bored at home, right? And we're all staying home, or we should be, and we're finding ourselves getting angry or restless or, oh my God, full of anxiety, so many things that are just really coming at us and rattling us while we're one, sitting home in our four walls, or two, we're starting to face things that we never really thought were possible. So this is something that almost feels like it's right out of a sci-fi novel, right? Or a sci-fi movie. They're never ending and they're always so bad, right? But we're stuck in the middle of one now and a lot of us don't really know how to face it. And I'm not going to pretend like I have all the answers because I certainly don't. But the thing of it is I do have at least a couple of suggestions. And first and foremost, what you guys really need to focus on doing is protecting your own energy. And that sounds like a little bit of like a woo-woo crazy psychic lady thing to say, but the thing is, it's actually as simple as utilizing those social media controls. If you're sick and tired of seeing Aunt Sally cry out about how many people have died in another country from corona, meanwhile, you're just trying to keep your head above water and not have a panic attack every day, it's okay to mute Aunt Sally on social media. She's never going to know. It's not going to bother her. And it sure as hell is going to help you feel a little bit better to not be so inundated with it. Okay? Snooze those people who are really driving your anxiety up. It's not to say that you don't love them or you don't have compassion for them or understanding. It's to say that you have love and compassion and understanding and grace for yourself. So dig down deep, hit that snooze, hit that unfollow, and just let the peace flow back into your social media feed. Or do what I do and hop on TikTok for about half an hour and just laugh at dog videos because that always gets me. But seriously, use those social media controls to kind of mute the madness, okay? It's not, it's not you turning off to what's going on around you. It's you being selective about what you allow into your energetic field, okay? Which is so important right now. Number two. Number two is perfect to follow this one because what I'm asking you to do is to approach with love as most are acting out of fear masquerading as anger. And what I mean by that is that you're going to see people who are absolutely losing their minds, right? Like they're terrified and maybe you don't understand it, or maybe they're chewing people out left and right for not following the six foot rule, or they're they're chewing people out for visiting their family or they're doing whatever it is that you don't agree with and they just seem really like bitter toward everything and angry. They're probably suffering from anxiety about everything and they're probably suffering from a lot of fear about it. So if we instead return with a gentle hand instead of a swift kick in the ass, so to speak, it's really going to do them and you a favor because they're seeing that there is still love and light in this world. That is largely looking out for itself kind of at the beginning of this and we're seeing a lot of charitable action now but it's really important to continue to just keep meeting that fear with love and when you do that 
it allows you to know that you did the right thing and it allows you to feel good about what your actions were versus feeling like you conquered somebody or came out somebody like a bully. Just keep going forward with love and forgiveness. It's not their fault that they're terrified and there are things that you would like to be approached with with some grace and some love as well. So extend that to other people, okay? I know it's easier said than done. Trust me, I do. We've all had our meltdowns. We've all had our walls with this. And depending on where you are in the country, we're only in the beginning of it, right? But it's really important to maintain a good heart about you, even when you may not have a good head about you, okay? If you can be nothing, be kind, right? Isn't that what the saying is? I love that. Okay, number three. This one seems super easy, but I feel like a lot of people are inclined to hop on the Netflix bandwagon or grab their Xbox and make up for some time that they had away from their gaming systems, from their friends in that way. But for the love of God, go outside. Go outside. Depending on where you are in the country, again, I understand that the weather may or may not be like the best for this. But here in Virginia Beach, I know it has been beautiful out, and I have seen so many neighbors' doors staying closed. Get outside. That sunshine is only going to lift your spirits. I don't care if you're not outdoorsy. Sit in a freaking window and get some sunshine then because you need it. It is only going to help lift your spirits. You can't be mad. I take that back. You can be mad at the great outdoors. I'm thinking of my sister swatting at a million bugs or whatever right now, but it, it helps raise your vibration. Get out to the earth, put your hands in the dirt, get your feet on the ground, or at least get your face in the sunshine for even five minutes and you're going to feel a lot better. I know even on the crabbiest of days for myself, being stuck at home with two little boys under the age of five and having another one on the way, it's so easy to stay inside and just be crabby about everything and feel so stuck. But if you just get out there and you start looking for things, and even if you don't have kids, try to look at it through the eyes of a child. See how many birds you can find on a walk. Listen for them singing. This sounds so cheesy, and I totally get that. And for those of you who know me personally, you know that like hokey and cheesy, yeah, they're kind of my things, but so is sarcasm and dry humor. So if I'm saying something cheesy is going to make you feel better, I promise you it really will. So get out there, listen for the birds, smell some flowers. See who's gardening what. It doesn't cost you anything and it's only going to make you feel better. And come on, it's going to make transitioning back to the real world a lot easier when you're used to leaving those four walls, okay? So get outside. Get rid of that cabin fever, okay? Number four, maybe you're not working at all. Maybe you are and you just feel like at the end of the day, everything's kind of a mess around you. It's chaotic. You're stressed. You're overwhelmed. Well, the thing is that when we clean, we're creating a natural grounding effect for ourselves. So cleaning causes you to ground essentially, which is like a really unfortunate thing because I wish that it was the opposite because I hate cleaning. But I'm going to be honest with you. Once I take a look around and I see like my freshly dusted house or my clean floors, I do feel so much better. And the, the like the mechanical back and forth that you have when you're cleaning that repetitive nature, it helps to soothe you like a meditation would. So pick up some rags, clean your house, put some new house plants in there, real ones, not fake ones, purge a room. Oh my God, the first day that I was stuck in the house with my husband and both of my kids, we completely, I completely 
purge the dining room, which sounds a little weird, I guess, like what's really in a dining room, but we have this old cabinet, this early 1900s baker stand that is full of crap. Like there's nothing in there that really goes in there. I turned it into the coloring cabinet. There's only craft supplies in there now. My husband's laptop sits right on top of it so he can get to it for his schoolwork during the day or in the evening. And it's only coloring supplies otherwise. A couple of picture frames on top and some cookbooks. But before, it had DVDs. It had Xbox games. We don't have a DVD player. We Our Xbox doesn't even work anymore. So this is all junk, just sitting around collecting dust and getting in the way and collecting and collecting and collecting. So... I purged that and I've got to tell you, I felt so much better. And maybe you don't have the money for projects and different things like that. Like I know a lot of people are like putting new gardens in and they're creating like new sheds or they're building tables or they're doing whatever it is that's been on their honey-do list. And maybe your income is a little strapped right now. You don't have to go out and buy anything to purge a room. In fact, you set that stuff aside for garage sale season and hopefully by then you'll be able to set it out and sell some stuff or hawk it online, right? I mean, that's always a thing. Or if you're not worried about making money off of it, go ahead and donate that to your local domestic violence center or church. And I say that because when you do that, no one's paying to reap the benefits of the junk that you are getting rid of. So when you drop it off at a different location, like a thrift store or something, they have to pay for it, right? So I like to take my stuff to the Samaritan House in Virginia Beach. That gives us an opportunity to give back to um, women and children in need. Or you can take it to a homeless shelter. Um, churches often give that stuff away for free. But get rid of your junk. Get rid of your good junk and give it to people who need it instead of letting it collect dust. And you will feel again so much better because you're also paying it forward and grounding yourself through cleaning. Trust me, I don't like telling people to clean, but it really is helpful. Okay, let's see. What number are we up to? We are on number five. Oh my God, this is my favorite one. When you're feeling really overwhelmed or your anxiety is really kicking it, take an Epsom salt bath. It's going to, one, help those sore, stressed muscles from all of the cleaning that you've been doing since you're stuck in house arrest, right? Or chasing your children or... Just using your home gym now, I suppose. And it's going to replenish your levels of magnesium, which when depleted can show up as anxiety, cramped muscles, hyperactivity, trouble getting to sleep or staying asleep when you do fall asleep. And it not only does all of that, but it's going to draw out any toxins and pathogens that are on the surface before they get deeper into your system and then cause problems. So scientifically, it is drying out these toxins. It is drying out these pathogens. It is helping your immune system stay top notch. However, from more of a metaphysical standpoint, it's also clearing your aura. It's going to cleanse these toxic energies from the interactions you've had throughout the day. And it doesn't matter if these are in-person interactions or if you've become a Facebook crusader overnight now because you're bored. Um, it's going to kind of, it's going to help you cleanse these toxic interactions. And you can definitely Help that along even further by setting the scene with um, a nice bath, slipping into meditation, lighting some candles, maybe putting some flower petals in there. I'm going to be honest with you, I've never understood the point of the flower petals because they definitely will clog the drain. So now you're cleaning the tub after you've relaxed, but you know, to each their own. Grab a book, lay in the tub with your Epsom salt bath. I typically tell myself, I'll set a half hour timer because I can't sit still for very long. 
and I'll sit there and I'll listen to an audible or a meditation or whatever it is that I feel like doing. Sometimes it's literally watching the office while I'm in the tub and soak until the water is nice and cool, but I have to stay in for at least 20 to 30 minutes because you're going to really get the effect of it that way. So important to just sit back and relax without any expectation for a little while. It's going to really help you. You've got to slow down during this time. If nothing else, slow down and listen to what you really need because you don't get chances like this to really reflect. And I know some of you are thinking like, reflect, I'm home with my three kids who are all in school. My husband's up my butt and I can't even for a second see straight. Yes, you can. Take a breath. Lock yourself in the bathroom. The little kids, I totally get it. Even if they're not in the bathroom, one of the dogs definitely is. But you have to learn to take those 10 seconds here and 20 seconds there and start stitching them together throughout the day and finding your own peace, okay? So maybe that's in a bath when everyone's in bed and maybe you stay up an extra 20 minutes to do it, but I promise you, you're going to feel so much better. And it's so good for your skin too, which vanity standpoint, fantastic, right? Okay, so maybe baths aren't your thing and that's okay because I get that. But you can also set aside even five minutes to connect with yourself. And this is definitely, I'm talking about meditation. This is something that gets easier as you practice. But just taking deep breaths on a four count or a five count or whatever for about five minutes. And what that looks like, it's really simple. It's just breathing in, two, three, four, hold it, two, three, four, out. Two, three, four, hold it. Two, three, four, in. Two, three, four, and you're going to hold it at the top. Exhale, hold it at the bottom. Inhale, hold it, and continue to do that for about five minutes. You're going to find your breath, your heart has a chance to kind of regulate it, it slows down. You can breathe easier, breathe from your diaphragm while you're doing it, and just take it all in. Picture the white light and everything if you want to, or just slow down your breathing. If that's all you can do in the moment, maybe that's all that you need. There are obviously lots of guided meditations you can do. One of my favorite ones is actually called the Mindfulness Movement on YouTube, and I'll link it in the show notes. It's so fantastic. I'm so grateful to that channel. Honestly, they've helped me regain some really quality sleep some really quality, some real quality sleep, and they definitely helped me reduce some anxiousness in this amount of time. Um, And don't tell me you don't have five minutes. Maybe you don't have half an hour to sit and meditate. They do have sleep meditations. I believe three or four of them. One of them that I'm really fond of, you have time while you're sleeping to fall asleep to a sleep meditation. That's the biggest cop out ever if you can't own up to that amount of time and just do that. Um, But furthermore, just those five minutes of deep breathing, deep breathing in two, three, four, hold it, two, three, four, out, two, three, four, hold it. It's going to really make a huge difference in how much more relaxed you are and how you approach a situation. And it's it's a good thing to do before you decide to go on that Facebook crusade, okay? And chewing Aunt Sally out for posting again about Italy and the coronavirus. Okay, now this one 100% I encourage this right now. Reconnect with your old friends, okay? If you've been looking for the perfect time to reach out to someone you haven't talked to in forever, now is it. 
message them. Hey, you've been on my mind. How are you? I miss talking to you. What is going on in your life? How are you doing with all of this? Maybe you don't even bring up COVID. Maybe you just, how are you? I miss you. I know this sounds silly or I feel weird doing this, but I haven't talked to you in forever and I really valued our friendship. So important right now because so many people are scared and they're feeling alone. And to know that you're on someone's mind, it's it's so fulfilling. It, it just feels so good to know that someone is thinking of you, okay? So reconnect with those old friends. Don't hesitate because you never thought that something like this would happen. You never really know what's coming next. Reach out. Send them some love, send them some light, and check in on your friends, okay? Really, really, really important to do. Okay, that being said, because that's a nice short in for you, we are up to number 8 out of 10 here, and that is kind of a little bit of a stretch here, but I really want to like head home on this one for a minute. A lot of people say that they want to adopt a dog. They want to get a dog. They want to get a cat. They want to do whatever, okay? But they don't have the time because they're not home. And I'm not saying rush out and go adopt a dog because I don't want you to be taking that doggo back when the time is is here for you to go back to work and back to regular routine, whenever that may be. But you could foster a dog right now. And a lot of shelters are actually in need of that. Um, as many of you know, but maybe not all of you, I am a three-time shelter dog owner over here. I have Otis. I adopted when he was about five to seven years old, about 10 years ago, actually, um, from the Norfolk SPCA. And he had been returned a couple of times before he made it to our sweet little lives. And we realized what a crabby little dog he was, but I love him nonetheless. Then we have Sable as our walker hound, who was from the Virginia Beach Animal Shelter. Someone tried to sell her off because they decided they didn't want her and I swooped in and took her when my not quite yet husband was deployed and he came home early and found a new dog and I found a little bit of trouble but we still have her and that angel is far from an angel but again my little love um not so little though and then we have Winnie who we adopted when she was about six weeks old from Hope for Life Rescue in Virginia Beach. She was supposed to be euthanized later in that week with eight other puppies. So sad. We adopted her in 2014. I think it was 2014. Yeah. So we are all about adopt, don't shop in this family. And this is a really good time to foster a dog and see if it's actually feasible for you to adopt one. See if it's something that you really want to do. Foster so that you can pursue adoption down the road or foster just so you know that you can help in a time when you can, when maybe you otherwise don't have the time to allot to a pet like that. So you're being responsible and you're kind of being a little bit of a hero there as well because these dogs need some love too and they're getting a lot less with people not able to volunteer in shelters like they have been. Um, and I do stress dogs mainly just because that's what my experience is with, but I'm sure there are programs to foster other animals as well. You just have to look into them. Do whatever makes your heart happy, right? And with dogs, that leads me into number nine, since it was such a huge part of my childhood. Return to your childhood, my friends. What are the silliest things that used to make you so happy? Coloring, reading, do you have kids? Go outside and play kickball. Go make something. Draw some sidewalk art. Do anything that you can possibly do 
to reconnect to the things that used to make you smile because there is just too much heaviness right now. So if you're adding to the side of of lightness and love with smiling and, and laughing and enjoying yourself, you're raising your vibration, which is in turn raising the vibration of the rest of the world. So go grab a coloring book. It can be one of the cuss word kinds. I mean, it doesn't really matter. But color, that's actually another way that you can ground your energy is coloring. So grab a coloring book, um, pick up a book that you've been meaning to read for a while. And again, I don't want it to sound like I'm assuming that everybody has all the time in the world right now because I totally understand that they do not. But if you do and you're finding yourself scrolling through Instagram and Facebook 15 times a day or closing an app just to open it again, which I think a lot of us do, grab a book, get outside. Those were the things that I did when I was a kid. Play kickball with your kids. I know you can't be physically interacting with other people, but even if you're just with your own family in the backyard, it's it's something physical to do to one, keep you active and two, keep you moving and keep your energy up, right? So get outside, play kickball, have a good time doing childlike things, okay? Like we already talked about going for a walk and seeing how many bugs you can find or pine cones you see or whatever ridiculous things come into your head, okay? And last but not least, I'm going to throw a hippy-dippy thing in here, but cleanse your space. Smudge it with sage. You don't have to be a shaman to do something like this. Just set the intention to remove all of the negative energy and recycle it to the universe's white light. Crack a window and let that negativity flow out, okay? So what I do when I cleanse a space, before I became, um, before I got my Reiki attunements, um, and Reiki is a form of energy healing for those of you who don't know, I would definitely look into it. Um, Before I was attuned, I would go in with sage and I would just, I would watch the smoke kind of collects and billows thicker in areas that have more negative energy, or you can just kind of get a feel for it. Intuitively, just let yourself be led and ask that you are protected in the highest compassion and the highest good, and you want to infuse the room with white light, removing all negative energy and recycling it back to the universe in the form of white light. Um, Picture yourself putting positive energy in and pushing negative energy out and just kind of wave the smoke throughout the room get to all the walls, the center of the room. It's really all about intention when it comes to energy work. So get the energy flowing in there and clean it up as best you can, okay? Then take your Epsom salt bath, then sit in that room and meditate. I'm telling you, you're going to feel so good. Um, Really outside of that, connect with your friends on social media as much as you can. Set up those Zoom call dates. Do what you can to stay in touch with the people that you truly care about or reconnect with the people that you truly care about because now is the time to reach out and extend a kind word or a proverbial hand, so to speak, or shoulder to lean on. Next couple episodes, you're actually going to be hearing from a handful of people who are from different walks of life during this pandemic. We're going to be offering a little bit of a view that maybe you're you're aware of, but you haven't been exposed to or walked through personally. So we're going to let you walk in the shoes of a daycare supervisor during the pandemic. I'm really excited to have her on the show. Uh, Who else do we have? We have a teacher coming on who's now teaching from home with her own children, also home. So she's got a little bit of a plate to balance there as well. We're going to talk about what's going on with students, what's going on with the school system, and what's going on personally for her with all of this all of these changes and all of this chaos and this anarchy 
kind of going on around us. Um, it's so much unknown and uncertainty, right? Which children thrive on routine. Humans thrive on routine and certainty. So it's, it's definitely a difficult time. And then we also have a working out-of-home parent who is now working from home with children who are school age, trying to juggle that. So we're going to get a little bit of everybody here. I am working on getting a healthcare provider on the show as well, but as we all know, they are so busy right now and what little downtime they have is so valuable to them. But we will see what we can do. And over the next few episodes, we're going to get to hear from those people. And if there's anyone else you would like to hear their perspective on in the show, or you think that you have any perspective to offer, as we all do, uh, feel free to hit me up at Catherine, K-A-T-H-R-Y-N dot Ann, A-N-N dot Galvin, G-A-L-V-I-N 555 at gmail.com. Or head to my website, CatherineAnnIntuitive.com, or find me on Facebook at Catherine Ann Intuitive Medium. And I would be happy to chat with you about whatever it is that you want to hear coming from Project Healing. Because part of our healing experience is understanding others, right? Seek first to understand and then be understood. So over the next few weeks, that's exactly what we're going to try to do is understand where other people are coming from through such a critical time. Okay, you guys take care and I will see you next time on Project Healing. Bye.